we start this show in Quartzsite, Arizona at the 2010 Big RV Event. The show grows bigger each year, and this year we met up with Dan Covington of Truck System Technologies. Dan's company produces the TST tire pressure monitoring systems for coaches, fifth wheels, pull-behinds, and of course trucks. We talk about his current monitor and some innovations he is working on for future offerings. Then, in our Friends Across America segment, Peck introduces you to Bill and Pam Leeper, full-time RVers. It's an interesting show, so let's get started. And welcome to American RVer. I'm Jim Gritch, and we are in sunny Quartzsite, Arizona. And this is uh, 2010. We're at the big RV show and with the big tents and all the things going on here. And with me today is uh, Dan Covington, and Dan is the owner of Truck System Technologies. And Dan, pleasure to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Jim. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Well, Dan has a very interesting uh, TPMS unit, which is a tire pressure monitoring system. And we're going to talk a little bit about the current system, some innovations coming up with the system. And um, basically, I'm going to turn it over to you, Dan, and, and give us a quick overall of what the system is and um, how you use it. Because I'm sure a lot of people out there are really tired of checking their tire pressures in their in their towed and in their motorhome. <laughs> yes. yes, 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 they are. Um, well, basically, what we offer is a completely wireless system. Um, our t our system basically measures tire pressure and tire temperature. Okay. It reports. It can report in both metric and, of course, English. Um, systems of measurement. Basically, what we offer is our our current offering entails a. Um, an external sensor mm -hmm. that basically screws onto the valve stem. Um, basically our system is theft resistant in okay. that you'll notice that this exterior shell spins 360 degrees. So you cannot just unscrew it? No, you cannot just unscrew it. Kids, malicious children, what have you, they can't just walk by and take it. Okay. Um, basically there's an oval shaped protrusion extending from the, the bottom of the sensor. And then our wrench basically just affixes on there, and then at that point it just goes on and off, just like a regular valve cap. Okay. Um, all of our sensors are coded. We have a four-digit alphanumeric code, which effectively scrolls into the monitor. The benefit to that is such that um, once these codes are input into the monitor, the system's only going to read and report data from sensors that are programmed into it. So if you're in an environment like this where you have a coach over there, a coach back here, mm -hmm. if they're running the same system, you're not going to have any cross-read. Oh, which is very good. I mean, that could be a problem, that's for sure. It, it definitely definitely is and has been for some of the other systems out there. Uh -huh. So that is one uh, very beneficial innovation which we have which, which uh, our system brings to the table. Now, some of these things that we've got here are things that come with the kit, right? A cigarette lighter for power? Correct. A 12-volt. And this is all 12-volt system, is that correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. And then yeah, a hardwired for a 12-volt. Correct. And uh, what is this? It's an antenna, it looks like. Correct. Correct. Um, basically, what this is, when our, when our system, when we first came to market with our system, it came with basically a three-and-a-half-foot coaxial antenna mm -hmm. that was effectively hardwired into the side of the unit and basically what we have found is we've you know introduced some new technology in the last year we've we've come out of course with this this short stubby antenna right and basically we have some users who for whatever reason this just doesn't provide enough reception capability in which case they can it, this they can upgrade to this longer antenna which comes with 
the kit. So, And this just screws into where this little stubby antenna is? Yes, this basically just screws off. Okay. And, and then uh, attaches in the same position. Exactly. You see it's just screws. Oh, nice shot. Thank you. Thank you. Don't ask me to do that one twice. But I won't. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's just a coaxial cable that screws into the side, basically. Exactly. And you see it just screws right in. And Okay. And then basically you can mount this. We have some customers that run it under the dash to where this T just peeks out, peers out you okay. know, right underneath the coach. Or we right. have some that tuck it into the, uh, the, the column next to the steering wheel. Right. Um, kind of gives you a little bit more distance because gives, it's a little bigger antenna. Gives you more distance, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And we have uh, a couple clips here. And what do those do? Um, basically, these clips, what they do is affix to the the back of the monitor. Okay. And what they'll do is um, they will actually they just snap in. Okay. Like so. And then what they'll do, basically, they're designed to affix to an AC louver vent. Gotcha. Okay. So it, it can it can hook and hang from an AC louver vent. Mm -hmm. um, we we also have customers. Uh, many of most of our customers typically just apply a little Velcro and Velcro the unit to the dash. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. There's also a company called Arcon A R K O N dot com that makes a very nice suction cup bracket for this unit oh, at a great. cost of about eleven dollars. Hmm. Um, so that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I know that uh, all of us being RVers, we usually have a lot of things on our dash, so sometimes it's difficult to find a spot for something new, but you have a lot of options with this unit. We do, we do, and, and the mm -hmm. unit itself, it's, you know, I, I don't know, you know, it's kind of difficult perhaps to capture the actual size of the display, but the display is three inches in length mm -hmm. by two and three quarters inches in height, and then two and three quarters inches deep. Okay. So it's a it's a pretty compact display. And it's a uh, triangular shaped, basically. It is. It's a triangular shape. You'll notice uh, from the side. Mm -hmm. um, you well, know, and this bracket can remove as well. So. Right. Um, and this is all battery operated as well. And correct. There's an internal battery. So you can run it uh, as a portable unit, or you can have it hardwired in, or just plug into the cigarette lighter. Exactly, exactly. And basically, it's very easy to do. Um, there's a little hole on the side of the monitor. Power just plugs in. You can then hook it into your uh, cigarette lighter. Mm -hmm. And after about an hour and a half, this battery is fully charged, and okay. it will run for five to seven days based on that charge. Which is nice. It's, it's very nice. So mm -hmm. you've got really a lot of these power options are, are, are borderline overkill right right but, but we've got we've got some customers that, that like to hardwire mm -hmm. um, the the unit the hardwire kit is it comes with a five amp fuse it's pre-fused mm -hmm. basically all one has to do is just splice this into any 12 volt power supply mm -hmm. it's pre-fused and it's ready to go ready to go now now let me ask you some questions about the unit itself with this particular unit you can actually um, disable the toad from the coach on this unit um, as far as the sensor readings go is that correct so that you can drive your coach away and not have an error message come up like your, your tires are low and things like that correct correct that's a very very easy feature to do or to implement basically you just press two buttons the mode key and the plus key you press them together it deactivates and enables you to drive off okay excellent um, and then by you know depressing the same two buttons again the plus key and the mode key mm -hmm. it'll reactivate okay so you've got your complete rig intact versus you know your breakaway now let me ask you something about 
uh, well, for people that already have this unit, mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about pressures, high and low pressures and uh, high and low temperature. What typically should you set that at for your coach and for your car? Well, that's a very good question and it is, uh, those are some of our most frequently asked questions. Okay. I'm glad you asked that. Um, typically, we at Truck System Technologies subscribe basically to the Michelin philosophy. Mm -hmm. And Michelin defines a tire as being over or under inflated if it's at or beyond 10% of the manufacturer's recommended PSI cold. Okay. So basically, for setting the high and low PSI parameters, uh, we suggest, say for, we'll just say, for example, if you're, you're running 100 PSI in your tires, mm -hmm. uh, we would suggest setting your high at uh, approximately 110 to 112 PSI, and we would recommend setting the low at about 90 to 92 PSI. Okay, now what happens when you're driving down the road? Because I've noticed on my unit, which is exactly like this, mm -hmm. that um, the tire temperature can go up quite substantially. And so, what do you do about that? I mean, I'm always setting it up higher because the tire temperature seems to be up higher, and, mm -hmm. and I don't know exactly how to get around that situation, that problem. With the, um, with the temperature? With the temperature, okay. yes, which is different than the pressure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, basically, the system is going to come out of the box programmed to, um, to alarm at 157 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. And the reason for that is such that, and this is a fairly general, general statement, of course, mm -hmm. but typically most tires are going to fail between 180 degrees Fahrenheit and 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So at 157 degrees Fahrenheit, you're comfortably below a danger threshold. And for example, in, in Georgia, where we're headquartered, mm -hmm. um, your tires typically on a 100 degree day in Georgia are going to heat up anywhere between 125 and 135 degrees Fahrenheit. So okay. at 157 degrees Fahrenheit, you're, you're comfortably above a normal operating range, but safely below a danger threshold. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. Interesting. And so, as you say, you're talking in generalities, but um, you're going by the Michelin 10% over or under theory, basically. Correct. Okay. Correct. Good. And, and, um, and, and basically, uh, you know, one other item I'd like to add that is of particular interest, particularly to to some of our patrons, um, is such that the system also with this heat sensing ability, if mm -hmm. you have a brake caliper hanging up, mm -hmm. as we've, there's a couple of chassis manufacturers out there that have had, you know, some issues with their brake calipers, right, right. or if you have a bearing going bad or something like that, anything that's generating heat within mm -hmm. that tire, this system is going to pick up. And let me tell you something about that. Okay. On our uh, towed vehicle, our front, we, we use a uh, Roadmaster system and we had it on a little too tight and the front wheels were actually heating up mm -hmm. and I could see it, it, it alarmed that uh, there was a problem with the front wheels and actually, you know, saved our brakes and everything. So, I mean, a little thing like that, but if you're aware of it, that, you know, uh, something starts rising heat-wise or temperature uh, or uh, pressure-wise even, because uh, the pressure will go up as it gets hotter. Absolutely. Um, it's really a nice thing to have because you're not back there watching those tires. You don't know what's going on, really. No, no, and I've, I've spoken to some of our very best customers are customers that have had a blowout in a tow vehicle mm -hmm. and have had the, the fortune or misfortune, depending on your perspective, of having somebody flag them down on the roadway and tell them, hey, you've got a problem back there. Right. Uh, we've had, actually I had a customer even at, at this rally come up to me, he purchased our system mm -hmm. and he had, he had um, a, an issue with his valve stem, I believe one of them cracked and he had lost air and the mm -hmm. system alerted him. He was able to pull over to the roadside safely and uh, 
you know, deal with the situation before he sustained a, a catastrophic loss on his rig. Right. Well, now tell me how much this system goes for. Well, basically, this system we we offer them, of course, in increments. Um, you know, as, as as the customer deems necessary, based on their need, the number right. of tires. Um, our, we we sell a four sis sensor system, a six sensor system, an eight sensor system, a ten sensor system, all the way up to twenty two. Mm -hmm. uh, this this system will actually monitor up to twenty two tires. Our most popular um, items are the six sensor system. A lot of people start with that and then right. add sensors and so forth and grow mm -hmm. uh, the system to meet their needs. And we're selling that currently at, uh, for $299, mm -hmm. and that comes with a two-year warranty. Okay. So. Uh, and that warranty covers everything, even the uh, the sensors, because these have batteries in them as well. Correct. Which, uh, what do you get? Maybe five, six-year battery life out of those? That is a five to seven-year battery based okay. upon full-time commercial use. Okay. And one thing that that kind of separates us from from some of the competitors mm -hmm. is that uh, you know this system we sell this day in and day out. It is on large transport rigs, mm -hmm. commercial uh, trucking rigs. So this this system is, we've, we've got this system on rigs running in northern Alaska right now. Um, you know, so this system is industrial grade. Mm -hmm. it's, it's in an industrial use setting. Right. And um, it's thoroughly and comprehensively proven itself to be a reliable barometer of, of tire safety. Right. We'll be back with Dan Covington and a look at some new and updated products from Truck System Technologies. RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. What is going to happen with this system in the future? Do you have some changes coming up? Oh, we, we definitely do. We've, um, you know, we're, we're very responsive to the requests and needs of our customer base. Mm -hmm. And we have had some customers coming forward requesting user replaceable battery sensors. Okay. Um, so basically, as such, we have got a couple of prototypes here that are in testing, uh -huh. uh, which wherein we will be offering the user replaceable battery sensor. Uh, basically with this sensor there are three screws, very small. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You see? Yep. I don't know how... Yeah, we'll get a close-up of that. And, and basically these screws come out, this lifts out, and you just pop a watch battery in there like uh, you could attain at Walmart or mm -hmm. you know any, any, any nice chain retailer. As opposed to sending this back to have the battery replaced. Correct. Correct. However, you know, it's important to recognize that there are some very fundamental differences between this sensor and this sensor. Um, if you were to crack and remove the shell on this sensor, mm -hmm. you will notice that this is actually a metal cylinder. This is encased in a, in a, in a very, very thick steel. If you were to take this, um, take this sensor and effectively stomp on it, drive over it with your car, what have you, you can put that sensor on, it'll continue to operate. So that is a more durable product than this. Okay. Because you work, the, however, um, you know, they're, they're, both, they're both very good products, um, but this is gonna be a little more durable. 
and enduring long term. Okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. uh, however, you know this is this is a good it's a good sensor. We we stand behind it, and we will be bringing that to market in the foreseeable future. Okay. Um, anything else you want to tell us about the monitor configuration or anything like that? Well, we are experimenting. We're looking at uh, adding some some more features. We're actually looking at um, adjusting our sensors to, we're, we're toying with a prototype currently wherein the system would auto acquire the sensors and hence have no no programming necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically you plug it in, hit a button, the monitor will find the sensors so we don't have to go through the scrolling of the sensor codes into the monitor anymore. Right. That is, that is, uh, nice. yes, that is, that is one technology that we're developing uh, currently. It, is there anything else that you want to mention? Or? Um, well, we're, we're toying. We've got a prototype here that, that uh, we're actually in test mode right now that is a, um, and we're looking at this, this monitor would come with a bracket that would affix mm -hmm. right onto the uh, dashboard and mm -hmm. it would be upright. Uh, the specs are basically identical in mm -hmm. terms of display features. The, the programming buttons are all up top versus down here on the bottom. Right. And it, um, you know, so but like I say, this is a prototype. We're constantly looking to improve our technology. Right. We uh, we don't wish to be become stagnant or stale. We we um, have prided ourselves on our ability to bring innovative new technology to the marketplace, and I feel like we're making an impact. We're absolutely. We're, uh, you know, we've definitely impacted our competitors on price, mm -hmm. on service, and technology. Well, Dan, if someone wants to uh, purchase one of these, if First, you can purchase it on American RVer online. Just go to our Cool Stuff page, and you can purchase any one of the systems that Dan puts out. Um, if they want to get a hold of you, um, tell us how to do that. Well, basically, I am very, very accessible. Mm -hmm. uh, you can reach me direct by contacting our office at area code 770-889-9102. Okay. Uh, you may also visit our website at www.tst truck.com. Um, there's a contact us page and basically I look at every one of those emails that comes through. Mm -hmm. um, or you can email me at dcovington, d-c-o-v-i-n-g-t-o-n, at tsttruck.com. Oh, very good. So very easy to get a hold of you and I think it's a great system. Like I say, we have one and we've had great luck with it. And uh, Dan, thanks very much. It was nice seeing you. Well, and, thank uh, you very much for having me, Jim. Good luck with the product. Well, thank you. All right, we'll be right back. Up next, Peck speaks with Bill and Pam Leeper in our Friends Across America segment. Are you looking for some free camping, fun in the sun, and the opportunity to check out one of the fastest growing membership park systems in the U.S.? Western Horizons will give you a complimentary 25-night stay in any of their 18 RV resorts across the country. Just go to the American RVer homepage, click on the free Western Horizons camping link, and download and print the front and back of your free certificate. Read the back of the certificate for all the details. Check out Western Horizons plus camp for free. Go to www.americanrveer.com for your free certificate. Joining me today are Bill and Pam Leeper, and we ran into them in McKinney, Texas. They are full-time RVers, or full-time wanderers, if you will. Welcome to American RVer. Well, thank you very much. Tell me a little bit about how you became full-time RVers. What led you to that decision? We were looking at, um, well, how to, how to retire and, and as soon as possible. 
my my work just required me to be on the road uh, an awful lot, 200 nights a year. Oh, that's and, a lot. Yeah, and um, we were looking at, at various methods, and one method that well, we thought about houseboating at one point, and decided now nah, we didn't care too much for that, and then we thought about uh, full-time RVing, and. Uh, Looked at fifth wheels and looked at motorhomes and decided with all the, well, with all the junk that I've got, I guess, that uh, the fifth wheels just wouldn't be uh, very practical for us. Uh, we needed the storage that we find in mm -hmm. the diesel pushers. So we uh, started shopping for the diesel pushers, and um, it was a combination of when our house sold, we were able to uh, basically start retirement debt-free, and that's when our retirement began. Excellent. Yeah. Way to go. So you retired too, Pam? Uh, I didn't. He retired in March, and I didn't retire until May. So I you had a couple school, months to kind of work I things through. I worked for the school district, and uh, I finished out the school year, and, and basically I, told him adios. I'm gone. Yeah. Now, how long have you been full timing? <laughs> uh, not quite three years. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Longer than us. It's only <laughs> been two and a half for us. Ah, okay. <laughs> we actually we bought the motorhome December oh. Six. It was an 07 Monaco Diplomat, um, and then we began full-timing the 1st of April uh, when the house sold, and um, and then just last December we traded the Monaco in for this one, Fleetwood Revolution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And where are some of the places that you've gone? Wow. Well, last year we put on, I think it was 13,000 miles, yeah. which, and it's funny, for a car that doesn't sound like much, but for a motorhome it's a lot. It is. Um, the motorhome had 36,000 on it when we traded it in, and three years, exactly three years old. Um, last year, we started the year in New Mexico and went over to Arizona, then cross-country to North Carolina, up to Ohio, down to Kentucky, back to Ohio, over to Pennsylvania, back down to North Carolina, New England states. Oh, yeah, that's a bunch <laughs> of miles. So, Pam, is this because of family or just places you wanted to see? We usually try to go back east to visit family during the summer, and then uh, after that we start m migrating back west where the weather's a little nicer. You try to stay in the west for the winter if you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, any favorite places? Wow. Places I need to go see? <laughs> um, the Well, the west in general is, is our favorite Part, part of the country. Okay, and, the West is big. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in Arizona, it's just so diverse with, mm -hmm. you know, you've got the low deserts in the wintertime with, with nice climate. Um, if you if it does start to get too hot there late or early winter or late winter, you can move up to the mountains. and. So. It's just hard to beat Arizona winters. Have you been up to the lakes up there? Was it Roosevelt Dam? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a real been, pretty place. Yes, it is. Uh, in fact, there's a chain of lakes on the Salt River. You've got Roosevelt, Apache, Canyon, and Saguaro. Mm -hmm. So the four of them, and it's all pretty country. Right. And, and the drive along the Apache Trail, it's called, is about half of it is dirt. And it's gravel. dirt, and you still went there with your RV. <laughs> no, we actually didn't do it in the RV. Oh, you didn't. Oh, that's good. See, I wouldn't do that. I was tough enough in a car. Yeah. Well, what's up for you next? We're in the middle of the winter here. Yeah, well, in we're heading to southwest Georgia from here. To, well, actually, first we're going south, visit friends in Georgetown and Smithville, Texas, uh, just briefly. Then uh, southwest Georgia for probably about a week, visiting a friend. Then North Carolina for, for her, her oldest son for about a month. 
and then uh, then we'll kind of start moseying north with the with the weather. With the weather, yeah. yeah. Anything? What What do you like best about the RVing, and what do you like least wow. about the RVing? Um, Full time freedom. Yeah, freedom. freedom. Okay. To do what you want, when you want, as much as you want. And for visiting relatives, it's really the probably the best. It's the best of both worlds. You know, you can visit them. Um, we can spend a month, so they don't have to spend every day with us. It's you know they can continue with their normal lives. Um, we've got our own place to stay, so they don't have to provide us with a bedroom. Um, we do our thing; they do their thing, and we we visit when uh, when time allows. How long do you think you'll be RVing full time? Ah, uh, hopefully, at least. Well, we just we just traded in for this one, so <laughs> hopefully a lot yeah, longer. Ho hopefully a lot longer. Yeah, there, as long as our health yeah. will allow us to, you know, you just never know. Day by day. That's that's a good attitude. And that's that's what I say too. As long as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know we met you here in McKinney, Texas, mm -hmm. because you got some new shades installed in your RV. Yes, and we're quite happy with them there. They just look absolutely beautiful. Uh, the the cockpit area is um, has the day night shades. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I guess a better way to put it is I like to put it the this, the day shades are solar screens, and then the night shades, of course, are are privacy. Mm -hmm. And the windshield's motorized since they're big and hard to get to. Well, the good news is, and next month we're going to do a show on MCD Innovations, which mm -hmm. created your shades, mm -hmm. and we'll get to see how those shades were actually made. Yeah, great. And we want to also add that we've been treated very nicely here since we've been here. Terrific. Good. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. It was nice well, to get to meet you guys. You're quite welcome. all your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.